0: Welcome to the That's Teaching Life podcast where I help keep teachers motivated and inspired. Hey, welcome along to another podcast and of course this is That's Teaching Life where I talk about things that are going to help inspire you to become an even better teacher and to enjoy your teaching life more. So today what I want to talk about is planning and you know, how long do we spend planning our lessons and how long should you spend planning your lessons? Because it's something that interests me a lot. And I have some ideas that well might not be um, going along with the norm of what teachers normally say. And of course, planning is important because we never want to go into a lesson or into a session and not know what we're actually going to uh, teach. But I also think we have to be... Um, Planned. We have to plan for the unplanned, and uh, you're going to discover what I mean by that just in a sec. Oh my God, what is this guy saying? But over the years, I mean, during my teacher training, when I trained to be a, a teacher of IT, I did go through lesson planning. I mean, you know, we had our we learned about lesson planning, schemes of work, um, and the idea and principle is is excellent that. If I went off sick, any teacher could just pick up my scheme of work and they could see exactly where they needed to uh, go because they would see how I planned out my, my year. Um, but in all of the trainings I've done and all of the classes that I've done, I do very basic lesson planning. I like to go with the flow. And my, my clients always say that they have an amazing experience with me. But The last time I did proper lesson planning was when I did my CELTA um, course back in 2019, so it was just the year before COVID hit. And it was interesting to go back and see it and, you know, the way they talked about that you had to, uh, you know, get four minutes for the introduction and whatever was, 12 minutes for um, something else, and then you had to do something else. I, I don't even remember the headings that went into the CELTA planning. But what I found was that the planning took so long I mean, for our 30-minute lessons, we might be planning for 45 minutes um, if we did v- enough to, to, to get a good grade. But I had a colleague, and she used to, like, you know, spend hours planning and uh, making resources, etc. And everybody said to her, I mean, that's not practical. Yeah, you're, you're not working at the moment, so at the time. But if you have 20 hours a week, there's no way that you could actually um, plan that much um, because you would be, you know, doubling your your hours, etc. And I think it gets to a point where the students will enjoy the class. And even if you did two hours more planning, it's not going to add to their experience. And some of the other used to work with you, so I say use the student as your textbook. And I do believe that that's true. I mean, you have to have flexibility when you plan. You, I mean, here's how I plan. I have a, a basic outline. I use a lot of websites that will give me um, plans. Uh, ready-made plans. And one of those is Lingua House. If you've not uh, used that, it's an amazing resource. And I will take a resource from there, I'll read through it, and then I will give my lesson and I will do my, um, my conversation classes or my uh, business English classes based on those lessons. And I build in flexibility because sometimes we go off topic. Sometimes I want to talk about something different. Sometimes I want to review something different. And I think that's fine. I mean, if you're in an academy, I can understand that one of the social norms of the academy is that you are going to have all of your lessons planned and you have to do that. But I think if you are a freelancer, if you are a teacher entrepreneur, I think spending too much time planning your lessons may actually be detrimental. And this is why, um, you know, I've moved to to try and be more program-based so that I sell a program rather than just say I do business English because then I know exactly what I'm going to do every single week and it becomes nearly uh, automatic that I don't have to plan and I don't have to think too much. Now, that doesn't mean that you can just go into a lesson and not have any idea what you're going to do. You must have some basic outline. You must have at least some skill. And I I, I think it comes with skill. I think it comes with time with skill that... The longer you're in the teaching game, the easier it is for you to think like this. Of course, I'm interested in your comments because this is just my point of view. I'm interested to know what you guys think. I mean, do you think that this is true? Do you think that um, I'm a bad teacher because that's the way I plan my lessons? Or do you realize that you're spending too much time actually planning out your, your lessons? Now, for me, the key takeaway here is that we need to know what we're going to do, but we don't need to plan as in much detail as we were told in CELTA. We don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I'm not using the flipped classroom. Should I be? Should I be giving more um, you know, exercises? Should I be spending 4.5 minutes reviewing, etc.? I mean, you go with what works for you. When somebody comes to work with you, they're working with you because they like your style. They like the way you operate. And when they continue with you, it is because they like how you actually operate. So don't overthink the planning. That's my my key takeaway. Think about what you need to get done for the lesson, have a basic outline and go with the flow so that it is so much more natural. And I think this is really gonna help you. So as always, I like to finish these podcasts with something actionable. So your action today is to look at websites such as Lingua House. Um, such as ESL Library, they've changed their name to Ellie, I think it is, Um, and also off to class because these can give you ready-made lesson plans that you can just tweak. And they're going to save you a lot of time, a lot of stress, a lot of frustration. So remember, you know, I love the phrase work smarter, not harder. I want you to start working smarter and not harder. of course, if you enjoyed this podcast, do give it a like, do subscribe to it, do subscribe to my mailing list if you're listening on becast.fm And I'll talk to you next week. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to be kept up to date when I release new episodes.